Welcome, friends, to Roundtable Radio, produced by Roundtable Writers, where artists support artists. Our multi-generational and multi-genre community is always open to new members. Go to www.roundtablewriters.org to learn more. If you enjoy our community and the projects we do, please consider donating the price of a monthly coffee by signing up on our Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com slash roundtablewriters. Thanks for listening. From poetry and the profound to practical portraits of the writing life, from genres of the fantastic and romantic to matters of the stalwart dramatic, welcome to Round Table Radio, a Round Table Writer's production. Soft breeze blowing, new green and glowing sun, warmly shining, melting the snow. Brooklets a hurry onward, they scurry down to the ocean gleaming below. Wake, oh my love, and join in the song, new life is stirring, earth is reborn. For love is swelling, gay, carouseling, sorrow and gold must go. Welcome, friends, to this week's episode of Round Table Radio. My name is Odin Halverson, and today I'm going to be talking about creative writing degrees. This actually became a little bit longer than I had expected, so I'm going to split it into two parts and talk about the Bachelor of Fine Arts and the Master of Fine Arts degrees separately in their own episodes. This also means that we're going uh, to be coming to the end of season one of the podcast. It's been a really wonderful time seeing our listener numbers go up, and I hope some of you will consider rating our podcast on Spotify or leaving a positive review on Apple. We're a community effort, and we really want to see our projects do some good in the world. Now, Season 2 is in the planning phase, and I'm hoping that it will go live in the fall of 2022. It's going to be a bit different than this season was. This season was a little bit rough and ready, a little bit of a shotgun season, but I actually think you're going to really love what we have planned for Season 2. There's going to be there's going to be some really exciting changes. Anyway, I'll talk more about that next episode. For now, let's go and explore the world of higher education together. Now, both of my degrees were in creative writing. I think I know a fair amount about what it's like to take a creative writing fine arts degree program. But I also know a fair bit about the alternatives, either through my own research or through friends who took alternative routes. Now, I'm going to talk about the finer points of what to expect from this sort of degree. I'm going to talk about some of the pros and cons of this sort of degree. And I'm going to really ask the hard question of whether you need a creative writing degree at all. But first, let's hear a poem. This is I Looked Up From My Writing by Thomas Hardy. I looked up from my writing and gave a start to see, as if wrapped in my indicting, the moon's full gaze on me. Her meditative misty head was spectral in its air, and I involuntarily said, What are you doing here? Oh, I've been scanning pond and hole and waterway hereabout, for the body of one with a sunken soul who has put his life-light out. Did you hear his frenzied tattle? It was sorrow for his son, 
who is slain in brutish battle, though he has injured none. And now I am curious to look into the blinkered mind of one who wants to write a book in a world of such kind. Her temper overwrought me, and I edged to shun her view, for I felt assured she thought me one who should drown him too. Whew. Well, <laughs> all right, that is a pretty great little piece right there. Um, it says something, I think, about the experience of being a writer, too, about the hardships, the vague mystery of it all, about the, you know, the curious source of inspiration in the world around us, that source of inspiration that drives us to create. Well, it seems important to begin with one of the um, oft-asked questions. Do I need a creative writing degree to become a writer? <laughs> now, I really wish that this, this answer was self-evident, but for many, it's not. I think that's because we have a problem of really limited conceptual thinking in our society, brought about by this capitalist craze towards being productive and finding a career. But the truth is, if you want to be a writer, you need only to do two things, really. Read widely and deeply. Read widely and deeply. And write daily. That's it. There really isn't anything more to it. So, if that's the case, though, what does a creative writing degree bring to the table at all? That's the question that I've been asking myself for like four years now. <laughs> Aside from a crippling amount of debt, and how ridiculous is it that we even have to pay for education, that's a whole different story. But aside from that, a creative writing degree can lend you focus. It can provide you access to lines of inquiry that you might, um, you know, have had a hard time finding on your own. It can offer structure, and it can surround you with a community. Now, my undergraduate degree, for all of its failings and difficulties, provided me with wonderful experiences. I'd say that my degree gave me a taste of a broad education. I mean, writers write about everything, after all. It, both of my degrees really helped me find friends, and both degrees helped me find mentorships that you know, not only helped me improve my writing, but helped me in my life. My mentor from my undergrad helped secure me my very first job as a freelance writer. It also offered me skills in uh, trade, in publishing, that I would have been unlikely to find elsewhere, especially at that degree and level of depth. So... That's all well and good, but what a creative writing degree cannot do is actually make you a writer. Now, such a degree can support you if you want to be a better writer, but it cannot make you a writer in the first place. And honestly, becoming a better writer is still going to be largely in your own hands. This sort of degree is for someone who is self-directed and passionate as well as someone who is willing to connect with their writerly community rather than try to go it alone. So let's take a look at a couple of the things that you can look for in a degree like this. And let's start with the undergraduate level and work our way up from there. 
So one of the most important things about an undergrad degree is that it offers you some room to maneuver. This is especially important if you are just starting out from high school. Whatever you do, don't try to set your life and education in stone when you're just 18 or 19. If you can give yourself a gap year to travel and seek new experiences, you know, try to find a degree that gives you some sort of breadth instead. You know, I, I highly recommend a gap year, but if you can't do it, well, hey, make sure that whatever you're doing for your degree is something that's flexible, that allows you to grow. Now, for this, a BFA in creative writing can really work wonders. It can, anyway, if you find the right program. If you find the wrong program, it could do the exact opposite. You want to find a BFA program that lets you write about anything, any genre, any style, and doesn't try to make you conform to any particular idea of what writing is. That's really vital. This needs to be a supportive environment. It needs to be one where there, there are people that are trying to help you introspect while you use your writing, rather than just tell stories. Your writing needs to be more about a full human experience than just throwing out a good yarn. And this means that it needs to have mentors who really care about you, which partially means that they need to be paid well and looked after by the school. Now, that means that the first thing that you should really do is look at who's going to be teaching you. Explore their work. See what sort of stuff they've done before. Do you like it? Why? Why not? Really make up your mind. Start to understand what you like in their work and in the way that they present themselves and what you don't. Do they seem, in interviews that you find and watch or read, do they seem like someone who would be fun? Do they seem like they'd be welcoming to talk to? That's really important uh, for a mentor. All right. Next, you need to ask yourself how this BFA program is going to prepare you for your life after the BFA program. I would never join a BFA program that did not guarantee me a position as an editor with an in-house journal, or better, provide its students with real internship experience outside of the program. As a writer, you are going to need that trade experience, so make this a vital requirement. That means you should also think about the cost. Well, we can probably all agree that student debt should be abolished and all education should be free. Right now, it's not, at least within the United States. That means that you need to be smart about which programs you decide to take. Balancing the cost of private versus public, distance, low residency versus full-time, on-campus housing versus living with parents or family, a creative writing BFA on its own, it's not going to translate into a job while many other bachelor's-level programs might. So, play around with that concept. Could you keep writing with a communications degree or a degree in journalism? Why is the degree in creative writing so important to you? Something you should really think about before you get started. Try to answer that for yourself. Now, when you start a degree like this, you also need to learn to broaden your mind. Any sort of degree that you enter is going to be an exercise in self-actualization and realization. You are building a better version of yourself. 
But with a degree like creative writing, you're going to be doing that times 10. (laughs) Now, your expectations for what you're going to learn also have to become more fluid. I've encountered far, far too many people who stand there at the beginning of a creative writing degree and they loudly proclaim that I'm going to work on my novel and nothing else. That's just ridiculous. You're losing sight of what a program like this is really for. Now, yes, you can work on your own project, but it's bigger than that. For one thing, you need to find mentorship for a specific project. And I guarantee you that even if you if you do put all of your attention into that one project over the course of your degree, your writing is probably going to be a lot weaker if you don't experiment with other forms, especially those forms that you think that you dislike. Okay, so even more important than all of that, though, are the connections that you make in a program like this. A degree of any sort is really only half about what you actually learn. You need to make friends during your time in college. You need to make connections, build your community. Find ways to become friends with your professors and your peers. Ingratiate yourself. Make your company something that other people look forward to. Be honestly interested in the work that other people are doing. These sorts of friendships are going to stay with you in a thousand small ways, so make them as positive as you can. This is because it's, it's your responsibility, perhaps your most vital responsibility, to not... Do not rely on the structure of your program to get the work done. By that I mean, if you let the program prop you up, and you only get in what's required of you, you're going to find yourself pretty quickly unable to maintain a good practice of writing, let alone broader self-education, once you've finished your school. Four years goes by in a snap, and there are some BFA programs that are only half that length. So, you need to build a scaffolding for yourself. You need to build a structure within your entire life that is strengthened and and honed by your degree experience. You're going to need to cultivate a daily writing habit, perhaps with morning pages... Who knows? You're going to need to practice writing short stories every week in a genre that you don't normally write in. Then you're going to need to submit those stories to journals and magazines. You're going to probably need to keep a writing diary, something like what John Steinbeck did. And you're going to need to train yourself to notice what you do or don't write and why, when you don't write. Now, I have known far, far too many writers some of them really good, who failed to learn this lesson. Uh, those, those people, huh, they stopped writing as soon as they no longer had the structure of the program to support them. And then they sort of flailed around, unhappy, miserable with their work, miserable with themselves, and without any sort of community to rely upon. This really connects with what I was just saying about making friends. You know, post-graduation, your friends are going to be the most vital part of keeping your practice of writing alive, and you'll become a pillar in their practice as well, which means you should be you should be the person who is trying to keep those connections alive. 
Sometimes it's going to feel like an uphill battle. Not everyone is going to always be as available as perhaps they should in your life. And that's okay. Everybody's busy. Life is crazy. You just need to take things to the next level. You need to make sure that you are helping build the scaffolding that your friends can lock onto as well. And then together, your community is going to be so, so much stronger. So don't lose touch with them. You know, form some sort of weekly check-in where you sit down, probably online, and talk about what you're working on. Make it a requirement to share aloud something that everybody has been working on. You know, even if it's just a couple of sentences, you've got to take the initiative and build yourself a new support network outside of school. That's one that actually might last the rest of your life. Now, before I start talking about MFA programs, I also want to go back and highlight a few things about a creative writing degree, including, you know, whether or not you should even take one. I touched on this briefly earlier, but there's a lot more to say. The only way that this sort of degree is worthwhile is if you make it a point to write broadly, uh, to write consistently, Concentrate on getting your work published. I mean, seriously, get your work published and ensure you've got to ensure you've got to ensure that the degree offers some sort of internship or trade focused training. There's a huge amount of pressure that gets placed on you by taking a degree like this, and a BFA doesn't really translate into the same things as other degrees, both in terms of what it's going to say about you on your transcripts and in terms of the training that you receive. Now, if, and only if, you think you have what it takes to be extra dedicated, should you get such a degree. Community, daily practice, early publication, and the diligence to seek out internships. That That's going to be a lot of work to self-motivate for. So much. Now, if you're already pretty good at, at self-motivation, okay, cool. But if you are the kind of person who struggles to keep a routine, if you struggle to stay fit, if you, uh, you know, can't do things without someone else pushing you, a BFA is not going to be for you. An English degree, on the other hand, can be a bit more helpful because it usually offers a broader range of training, and many English programs have an, en- an emphasis on internship placements. So even if they don't have an internship within the program itself, they might have some sort of connection with a company or something outside of the, the program that gives you real-life experience. Now, you're still going to need to be pretty great at self-motivation, but the program will try to prepare you for more outcomes, including the great writer's fallback of teaching. Uh, An English degree usually gives you teaching experience, right? In fact, you've got to make bloody sure that if you get an English degree, it has teaching experience built in. Don't get an English degree that doesn't have built-in teaching experience. It's pointless. Uh, you've got to be able to put at least three, maybe even four years of teaching experience as an assistant on your resume. Trust me, this will be life-changing. Now, 
There's also a communications degree or journalism degree. You can continue to write during any of these degrees. You can continue to work on your own stuff, and you're going to be in a creative adjacent zone. So you're going to be learning a lot of really great skills about writing while at the same time learning skills that are going to help you provide for yourself in the world. And you're going to have some free time on the side to be working on just your creative projects. Not as much as a full creative writing degree, but there's that balance you've got to find. Now, a communications and journalism degree can be useful in the job market. They're just snapped up by a pretty broad range of employers. And sometimes they aren't going to even be looking at someone with an English or creative writing degree. So think about what you want to do and, you know, figure that out. I would speak with people that you know who are, you know, who, who had a communications or a journalism degree. Talk with them about it. Talk with them about their experiences. Get that firsthand account as you move forwards. As in all things, look, you're still going to need to be self-motivated. I keep coming back to that. But because you're no longer specializing in the same way with a creative writing BFA, you know, this is going to make you look a little bit more viable to employers. And you're going to learn skills that a creative writing BFA probably won't focus on, unfortunately. If I was going to design a creative writing BFA, it'd be crazy and insane. But anyway, that's, that's, that's a different episode. <laughs> now, which degree you take and what you plan on doing after the degree, well, this is going to help you decide where you want to go for the master's level. Well, trust me, an undergraduate degree is it's swell. It's awesome. But these days, you absolutely need a graduate degree if you want to make it in the world. Now, figuring out which graduate degree you are going to take and where you're going to want to go with it, um, that's going to be a whole different level of contemplation. Wow. All right. I've been talking about this for quite a while now. And honestly, I've barely only touched on the topic of undergrad, let alone grad programs. There's just so, so much that goes into picking a program and being successful in that program. So covering all that in a, uh, in a short podcast episode like this is pretty hard. So I think what I'm going to do is come back next week and split up the subject, maybe even into a couple more episodes. That would actually take us to the end of season one. And I think that would make it a pretty nice capstone. So think on what I've said. Start doing your research now if you're looking at undergraduate programs. I'm always interested to hear your thoughts. So you can go ahead and join our Discord, our community Discord, uh, roundtablewriters.org. You'll find the link there. And uh, if you want to talk with me about what it's like to jump into a creative writing BFA or talk with any of our other people, we've had people who did English and journalism as well as other creative writing majors, um, some who did science as their undergrad. So we have a lot of people in our community you can talk to if you're curious about this route and are looking for some help and advice. All right. Until next week, folks, go easy and... As always, if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can.
Roundtable Radio is brought to you with the generous support of our Kofi patrons. If you enjoy our community and the projects we do, please consider donating the price of a monthly coffee by signing up on our Kofi page at kofi.com/roundtablewriters. Our music is spring off the 1941 album Folk Songs of the Americas and uploaded to the Internet Archive by the Cali Austin Foundation. Roundtable Radio is made available under the Creative Commons license BYNCSA. This license allows reusers to distribute remix, adapt, and build upon the material in any medium or format for non-commercial purposes only, and only so long as attribution is given to the creator. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next episode.